Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio at 7 a.m. every single morning. It is May Wednesday, May the 20th. And in the news today, we have six people test positive in the EPL. Akmal Lodges appeal. Barrett re-signs for the All Blacks. Um, yes, we'll, let, we'll keep you guessing as to which one. Um, and more injuries for the Warriors. Um, kicking off, let's go straight to that news in the football. And they've tested 748 um, players and staff from 19 clubs in the EPL, and six of whom have tested positive. They are going to be self-isolating now for seven days, um, which seems rather a short time. I guess they'll get retested before they're allowed to come back to play. As you can tell, with 19 clubs tested, not all the teams were tested in the first um, wave, um, and some of the tests will were happened um, a day later, and so we will wait for those results to come back. Under these circumstances, you can understand why Troy um, Deeney has said he will not return to training um, because of the fears of putting his family's health um, at risk. Um, and so he has decided not to uh, to go back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many players, coaches, etc. decide to go back and how many decide to, um, uh, to, to stay home for the health of themselves and for their family. He has only a five-month-old baby who has breathing difficulties. Um, so you can see why. Uh, he has taken that um, that option. Also in the Premier League, uh, they uh, the when they're going back to training, they are doing they have maximum amount of time they can be there for, um, and also they are doing it in small groups initially with not with no contact. Um, there are going to be surprise spot checks on the the teams to make sure that they are complying with all of the rules, um, and so. Uh, a bit like sort of your surprise drug testers who will just turn up to t- to, t- to um, check on those. Um, and then finally, um, they've also been told that uh, they could have corona re- um, uh, restrictions for up to a year. Um, 
the uh, UK government um, experts have said. So um, let's see, they're still aspiring to get back by June the 12th. And I'm sorry. <coughs> Oh, sorry, I didn't hit mute in time for you there. Um, and no, uh, the um, uh, and so hence that's um, that's why. Um, I think Austin says, yeah, isn't incubation period 14 days? Yes, it is. Um, I think they have to test twice negative before they're allowed to come back. Um, which is so, so probably um, rather than have to uh, well, rather be automatically allowed back after seven days. So it's going to be interesting um, to see whether the Premier League actually makes it back. Um, already we've seen in Europe that France, Belgium, the Netherlands and Scotland have cancelled their leagues. Um, they're not back um, full time. Sorry for not seizing into my elbow. I will go and wash my hands um, straight after the show. I'm going to hand you over now to Ashwin, who will take you through the uh, cricket update. Yeah, uh, I'm just wiping all, all that off my face. Uh. <laughs> morning, Paul, and morning to everybody out there. Those of you listening to the podcast, we are in different rooms. He's in a different city. <laughs> no, he's absolutely safe. Different, different cities, even different cities, cities, even. Yes, as I said, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the cricket news again. And as is mentioned in the headlines, Akmal lodges appeal. So Umar Akmal has lodged an appeal against his three-year ban, which was handed down for serious breaches of co board's code of contact conduct conduct. As per the Clause 37 of the PCB Constitution, Akmal appeal will require an independent adjudicator and the adjudicator will have to be appointed within 15 days. The original suspension was based around claims of not disclosing approaches for corruption. So basically when anybody gets approached in any format or any way or any mention of collusion, uh, that has to be reported and he did not report it according to the PCB. Mark Taylor, former opening Australian batsman, has believed that postponing or cancelling the T20 World Cup will have huge detrimental effect on smaller nations. Postponing the T20 World Cup will see scheduling conflicts and possibly see two T20 World Cups in the same year, which has happened once before. Postponing cancellation will see the smaller nations also miss out on large amounts of income. Income would be missed through postponement because of the clashes in scheduling. So there would be tours cancelled possibly or reshuffling of tour, um, tours, inbound tours where they make their money. A cancellation would see the smaller nations, well actually all the nations, but impacting the smaller nations more on the ICC participation payout. So basically you turn up to a tournament and you get a payout for turning up. And that's if it doesn't go ahead, you're not going to get that payment. But in saying that, you would hope that the ICC would be making some sort of payments to help uh, funding of those nations anyway. And as mentioned yesterday, tomorrow night on Swinging from the Hip, we'll have Adrian Dale, our guest. He's a former England A player and also worked with New Zealand cricket here in New Zealand, surprisingly enough. We'll get Adrian to explain the English cricket setup. So from club level right through to the county championship and everything in between. He'll also hope, uh, if we get time, depending on how we're going, we'll also get into Adrian's work with New Zealand cricket, where he helped or was a major factor in developing the age and stage cricketing program. So join us at 8pm tomorrow on New Zealand Sport Radio for Swinging from the Hip. And that's our sports news for today, Paul. 
Thank you very much for that, Arthurin. And um, uh, now I'm going to hand you over now. now sorry, I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen, who'll take us through the birthdays. Yeah, good morning, lads. I've had to uh, uh, change uh, computers, but here we go. We're good. We can go from here. And birthdays today, the son of a Northland cricketing legend. From basketball court to the boardroom, and finally, a dual silver medalist in the 1800 metres and 1500 metres. And that's where we start this morning. Nikki Jane Hamblin, born at this day, the 20th of May, 1988, is a New Zealand middle distance runner who specialises in the 800 and 1500 metres. Born in England, Hamblin ran for the Dorchester Athletics Club before moving to New Zealand in 2006. She gained New Zealand citizenship citizenship in 2009. In 2010, Hamblin, who turns 32 today, became the New Zealand record holder in the 1500 metres and won the silver medal in both the 800 and the 1500 metres at the 2010 Commonwealth Games in Delhi. Moving on, Sally Farmer, born this day, the 20th of May, 1976, is a New Zealand former basketball player who competed at the 2000 Summer Olympics and in the 2004 Summer Olympics. Farmer, who turns 44 today, is Managing Director of Parklife Limited, a company that creates active spaces across New Zealand to keep communities fit and social. She was appointed to the Board of Basketball New Zealand in May 2019. And finally, Henry Cooper, born this day, the 20th of May 1993, is a New Zealand cricketer. He made his first class debut for Northern Districts on the 22nd of November 2016. In fact, in that 2016-17 season, that was for the Plunkett Shield. In 2018, he was awarded a contract with Northern Districts for the 2018-2019 season. Cooper, who turns 27 today, is the son of Northern Districts cricket legend Barry Cooper. And that's it for birthdays this morning. Thank you very much, Stephen, for the birthdays this morning. Don't forget to join us at 8pm this evening for Do You Know Sport? The best sports quiz on New Zealand radio, the only sports quiz on New Zealand radio, um, with the biggest prize, uh, which is obviously bragging rights. So look, do join us at 8pm for that. Don't worry, the contestants do not read the live chat to join the show, so you can join in with your answers too in there. But uh, if they don't reply... Um, you know why that is. So, um, the moving on to rugby news then, and Scott Barrett have, has re-signed for the All Blacks through to 2023 and also for the Crusaders as well. So that takes him through to the next Rugby World Cup cycle. He does say that the disappointment of the last Rugby World Cup was one of his drivers. Uh, he has played 36 tests for the All Blacks against Ireland in Chicago um, as well. So, yes, uh, good news there for New Zealand rugby. Um, they did not mention that he has re-signed for Taranaki. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see which province he has signed to after 2020. Um, but when it questioned his father, when his father was questioned about Barrett, leave his older brother Bowden Barrett leaving the Hurricanes to go and join the Blues. Um, the comment he can play for any Super Rugby side, but he's only allowed to play for Taranaki. He cannot play for another, another um, province. So you would understand 
that the um, that, that you'd expect, sorry, that Scott Barrett would resign for um, Taranaki. In seven news, um, Sir Gordon Titchen's contract with Samoa comes up at the end of August, um, and it is understood that he will be not he will not be seeking to renew that role. Um, he thinks it is time for Samoa to move on um, and have another coach come through. Um, and he seems very comfortable with that, having dis having talked with the head of the Samoan Rugby Union. Um, and he thought, yeah, with the cancellation or with the moment of the Olympics and four tournaments likely to be cancelled this year, um, that it was the right time for him um, to step, step down for them to look for a new head coach. So we wish um, uh, Sir Gordon Titchens good luck in whatever his next role might be. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of things for him to uh, get involved with. Um, and even if he doesn't want to do the travel anymore, I can see that he'll have plenty of things here in New Zealand for him to um, keep with. Also yesterday, um, a, a topic that we discussed in detail on the Hash Rugby chat last night was that uh, it looks like that the balance of power or balance of financial power between the Sanzai unions has changed and that the deal that New Zealand Rugby signed with Sky uh, towards the end of last year will make them actually the biggest contributor to the TV revenue pot, not South Africa. Um, to understand what that means, um, then do go watch Hash Rugby Chat from last week, uh, sorry, from last night. Uh, you can watch it either here on Facebook or also on the Facebook page. Um, do, do like that, obviously, or you can listen to it as a podcast, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on Spotify, iHeart's Radio, uh, iTunes, or your favourite podcatcher. You'll be able to find it there. Next week on Hash Rugby Chat, I say we have been jealous of what's been happening over on our cricket show, Swinging from the Hip, and I've decided that it's time for Hash Rugby Chat to up its game, and we will have current um, Samoan international fly uh, scrum half as one of the co-presenters next week. So uh, do look, do join in uh, to Hash Rugby Chat next Tuesday at 8 p.m. I'm now going to hand you over to Stephen Harris, who's going to take us through the NRL update. Thank you, Paul. And a little bit happening in League News this morning. We've got uh, injuries, people talking about coming out of retirement and people who've actually come out of retirement. But we're going to start with the Warriors. Just when the Warriors thought it couldn't get any worse regarding those injuries, it has. With confirmation, the utility back Aaron Adam uh, Kegren uh, suffered a knee injury at training on Monday night. The club has now lost three players in a horror four-day injury stretch. Kegren missed the Warriors' a season opening loss against Newcastle, but started at centre in the second round defeat to the Canberra Raiders. Kegren, who joined the club from Penrith Panthers in 2019, is awaiting scans to reveal the full extent of the injury. Cody's The Warriors' halfback, Cody Nicolema, confirmed Kegren had been training at centre, refused to be drawn into the controversy around the NRL refusing to allow Warriors to bring in lone players to cover for their middle forward injury crisis. A decision many felt was tough on the club given they had relocated away from their families to Australia for an unknown length of time. That's up to the NRL, Nikarima said. I don't want to harsh on too much about it. I don't want teams out there or anyone feeling sorry for us. 
we are committed to this and our families understand where we're coming from. Now, just on the, a little interesting uh, side note before we get on to our final story, there's a little bit of talk going around or not so much talk, but Paul, former Cronulla Sharks and Australian prop, Paul Gallen has pretty much come out and said, listen, he'd be available for the Warriors to help them out given the, uh, the commitment that they've actually made to getting the uh, competition underway or the at least their commitment anyway, being away from their families, etc. So uh, we watch that uh, development uh, with interest. 39 years old, it'd be interesting to see what sort of shape he's in. And finally, in the league news, while speaking of people coming out of retirement, 13 months after retiring from the NRL rugby league phenomenon, Greg Inglis has confirmed he will join the English Super League in 2021. On Tuesday evening, the Warrington Wolves revealed Inglis had come out of retirement and signed with the club on a one-year contract. He will join former NRL stars Israel Folau, Sonny Bill Williams in the English competition. And that's all our league news this morning. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you much, Stephen, for bringing us up to date with the league news. Moving now on to basketball. Uh, and the NBL um, has announced they'll be running a seven-team league this season, starting from the 23rd of June. Those seven teams will be the Auckland Huskies, Canterbury Rams, Franklin Bulls, Manawatu Jets, Nelson Giants, Otago Nuggets and Taranaki Mountaineers. The Huskies and the Nuggets, two new teams for this um, season. Or, um, well, the Nuggets were in the league uh, in 2014, um, and the Huskies were in the league, but over based over in Tasmania. But other, but so, yes, yeah, so the two newish teams in the league. Two teams that won't be taking part will be the Wellington Saints, the defending champions, and 19 and they've had 19 titles since 1984, and the Southland Sharks, the 2018 winners, um, have both said they will not be competing this year. But those other seven teams will be taking place. All of the games will be hosted in Auckland. The teams will play between two, three and two games um, a week. Um, we've mentioned before that the, the amount of money these players will be receiving is not high, um, but it will be a great shop window for players, uh, both for the uh, the league over to, so the, the, um, the Breakers play in over in Australia and also for the NBA um, as well. Um, for the first time, they will be hosting an, a draft this year. Um, as a way of spreading the talent. Uh, and you've got to say, if they're all going to be based in Auckland anyway, um, it's not like when uh, we have to sort of move cities to join a new team. Uh, this will be a good way of spreading the talents out and making it a very competitive um, league. Um, so, yes, so it's going to be, they've also got a new way of deciding time uh, tiebreakers, be a first to seven rather than um, a set time period after uh, to, to decide who uh, wins um, draw, drawn games at the end of regulation time. Um, and the Tall Blacks coach says this is going to be a good opportunity for him to see the talent that's coming through um, for selecting for the national team as well. So all looking positive for the uh, NBL um, at the moment. Uh, we do not yet have the actual um, schedule uh, and we're looking forward to those announcements coming soon. So 23rd of June, it looks like. Um, which is a Tuesday. Um, uh, it looks like we'll be having the, uh, the them back. Um, that means you have now started the day the best way 
up to date with all of your important sports news. Don't forget to join us tonight at 8pm for Do You Know Sport. And at 2pm today, the long talk is with Sean Callahan, the uh, eSports um, owner. Yesterday was with Rennie Ranger. So don't um, do, do go back and listen to that as well. As I say, you can catch those podcasts on uh, by just searching for New Zealand Sports Radio or you can watch on our Facebook page. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am with, with the morning sports briefing. Uh, and um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, have a wonderful day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.